Which you could just use for the cold open, the part where she called me annoying if you want. Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. For the first time in weeks, we are separated again. Well, I'm separated from my sisters. They are in the, they're doing research to check the accuracy of the Netflix show Outer Banks, OBX, featuring John B. I don't know any of the the actors. I tried to get Becky to think for as long as I could that the place was real lily and... for sure 100 percent thought the town was real and kept no, like, oh, it takes it place like, in a kitchen or whatever killed there and like, i knew it wasn't real i'm like that's a real place i don't remember hearing about it i was like which part of the outer bad bad at lying so um i, I think you genuinely cool. believed it no more importantly we are staying in like a pretty full kook area which it's ones are good. the kooks the good guys or the bad guys the bad well, guys the bad who guys. are fancy Oh, okay. We're staying in like a very kook neighborhood, but not on the beach. So we're not like full kook ourselves because we have to like schlep the buggy with two surfboards and the beach ball and the tent and then the second tent and like drag it down the hill, up the stairs, over the ramp, Ugh. down the stairs. <laughs> Sorry, by, the time, by the time you get back, you don't remember why you, I mean, I've told you there is sand in, I'm never getting the sand out of the crevices. There's so much sand. You would be miserable on this trip. You don't need to sell me on schlepping to and from the beach. So I have to say, I watched the first episode of OBX, which takes place in the Bahamas. And it's unbearable. I unbearable. don't think, I think I'm done with the show. I, I think not. it was season two it was, is not watchable, unfortunately. It was, but I'm going to, I think I can get through it. You know it, what? I'll watch it. Becky, you watch it and report back because it could get better. But I feel like that opening episode where the two kids escape and then their next conclusion is to text photos of themselves and say exactly where they are to their friends when their lives are in danger is, oh, I mean, these are dumb people, but it is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. There's a lot of really dumb stuff in that first episode. Yeah. To the point where I was like, I watched it. I watched that first season just so I could text about it with Allie. Then may I remind you all, she did not return my texts. Then I thought, okay, well, all this will be worth it to watch season two with her. I literally just couldn't get through that first episode. And she was sitting right next to me. I'm like, this is the worst. So much worse than the first season. Yeah. They, the I think once that, you like, take the hunt thing, Right, they had to like find the gold, and it was like a like, Goonies esque. And this is just really bad. Once you take the Outer Banks out of the Outer Banks, I mean, I guess the Outer Banks are still in the show, but you took the two main characters out of the Outer. No, Banks. no, no. If you saw the preview for season two, they're going to come back to Outer Banks, but I think by like by like episode two, they'll be oh. the whole show will still take place in the Outer Banks. Okay, I don't really see where this is going, I, Becky. You keep. I posted. don't see where it's going. And I don't know how these two 16-year-olds are going to dig themselves out of this hole. Because they're 16, apparently. Also, am I the only one who thinks John B. should be with the other girl? No, I don't. Her character's no. getting worse and worse. You're no. you're the only one that thinks She's, that. Okay. John yeah. B. and... Had she stayed whatever her character, is, sure. Girl, but... They deserve each other. It's fine. Because it's a star-crossed lover Sarah? situation. Is that her? Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, this they is probably deserve the one sure. star cross lover situation I cannot get. No, but I care. thought Kiara and well, not JJ, Pope? the other one, Pope. Pope. But they're going to get together. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not invested. I, I'm not invested. Also, this town is like incredibly corrupt. Like, could you imagine that being in the town that you're in vacation on right now, where had the like murder, richest man in town is murdering people? <laughs> right. That multiple people right. and making things disappear and telling the cops what to do. Maybe, maybe this is what happens in all beach towns. Maybe this is blowing the lid off of off of the beach a, town. A, a normal day in, o, in OBX. 
extravagance. Well, so also, P.S. I have yet to see a local that looks like any of the people on that show. Just, <laughs> just wanted to and, point that. And the only one, the only one wearing a bandana is Becky, but so. I'm wearing it everywhere. <laughs> so, since we've been separated, I've I've been doing wait, the lion's oh, share. Wait, sorry. I have one more story about the Outer Banks. Billy yeah. and I went grocery shopping, and as we're checking out the checkout, you know young man is like oh plastic okay and i go oh no sorry do you have paper and he goes so are you from out of town <laughs> oh, yeah i just moved i just moved to, to virginia but i'm from california he's like yeah yeah that makes sense i can find you a paper bag and you have to like go and find paper bags just uh saying i'm very clearly not a local you're clearly a kook back clearly an out of town kook so sorry go ahead i've been watching a lot of TV and being keeping the muscles strong, staying right. Because very... we're alone with our kids, so not much TV watching here. Wait, you're alone with your kids, just the two of you and the four kids. No, no, no. I mean, like, all, like we're just with our kids. We don't have like we're not eight. We're with four little kids. Look, so we, we can get have... into okay, this. But to if be you clear, think at Vlad any and point, I, my TV could... watching slowed down for any. Thing to do with well, my children. I also don't think you took care of your ch- children at maximum capacity. If we're going to get into how you had a chance to watch all that TV with what small do you mean children, a maximum capacity. I did a great job. Uh, you, have great. A, you have a wonderful wife. Um, yeah, my kids are great. She's no, they're fine amazing. Too. No, your kids I'm are very helpful. Okay, just I just want to say, priorities. just to be clear, my kids get up around six thirty. They're in bed by eight thirty. I'd have a solid two hours to watch shows. But Lily's kids don't go to bed until 10. So that leaves me with 30 minutes, which was the exact amount of time to watch Age of Ultron detective show. What was it called? <laughs> Ultra City. Ultra City's Minutes. So I was able to watch that. But I think AMC, Vlad and I are just going to go to our room and watch something because this is not working. <laughs> on AMC Plus or Ultra City Smiths on AMC Plus is I'm going to do my pitch. And then my, my pitch of this show is it is a stop motion noir musical with puppets that look like babies and it has a ridiculous cast it's narrated by tom waits jimmy simpson is in it we know dana de lorenzo is coming later in the season Kristen bell is in it who else is on that first episode there's anyways it's really really bb newworth plays lady andrea the giant which was incredible and it is as weird as a concept as I could ever have heard of, but because Stephen Conrad gave us Patriot and Perpetual Grace Limited. I would never have even entertained the idea of watching this if it wasn't for who made it. I just didn't tell how it was. I just turned it on. But this thing is, it's brilliant. It's, it's almost like the night before Christmas the Nightmare Before Christmas, The Nightmare Before Christmas, but with like baby dolls instead of thin ghost dolls. Anyways, I don't even know what you can compare it to. That seems like a an, a decent reference, but it's on another planet of strange and amazing. At the same like, time, I cannot wait to keep watching this show. At the same time, it doesn't go into the area so far, at least in the first episode, that Team America World Police did where it says, or, or even Robot Chicken does, where it says, oh, we're a stop motion puppet thing, so we have to be self-aware and gross and funny. It has some weirdness and some strange musical scenes, but it has a pretty clear Chinatown-esque plot, and it doesn't really wink at the camera. It's telling the story. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so cool. Like this well, could be yeah. a show with people or it could be a show with stop motion. I I think this would be a great show with people because he's so great. And and weirdly, so far, it seems to be his like most conventional style of storytelling. Right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. very straightforward. It's pretty straightforward. It's the very straightforward. It was probably the only offbeat thing. <laughs> Oh, all right. The the musical part was maybe yeah the offbeat part, but otherwise there's a new detective on the scene, old detective, you know, um, a murder, 
um, some sort of heist that goes wrong at the or or a, a, a deal that goes wrong because there's a heist at the beginning and um, a little girl but is stuck with a forty three thousand dollar debt. What I will so. say is, I wonder. I wonder if maybe he was motivated. One of the reasons that he might have been motivated to do this as an animation is because of the voiceover casting, right? It allows him to cast B.B. Newworth as an Andre the Giant wrestler. It allows him to cast oh, um, wow. Alia Shawkat as a 14-year-old girl. So you think it comes from him being like, this is my dream cast for a noir. How no, I don't know. way this... to do it is if I can use their voices. I don't know that this was his dream cast, but maybe... It, it the part of the motivation is being able to really go outside the box with casting and say, I can talk to audiences on another level. I can reach further, you know, because mm-hmm. the voice I mean, and I the body the don't like, match up. Out of this world uh, casting in that is B.B. Newworth as this like massive wrestler. It's just such a great juxtaposition because she's so tiny and you know delicate i feel like even though she's a powerhouse actress but her physique um that's like and i think everybody recognizes her voice and some of the other definitely a lot going on and these aren't voice casts that you would see in or many of them aren't voice casts you would see in like kids show so you've got kurtwood smith who is in both of the conrad brothers right there's so many people that are in both shows that his previous two shows but then there's a few missing that i'm sad about well, i'm yeah, like why isn't everyone always in his shows that's true you do it's like you, you want to like everyone your friends you've got <laughs> like, dax shepherd john c Riley, terry o'quinn who's a regular divine right. joy randolph as the the senior the detective, detective. Is great. Yeah. tim meadows i heard his voice for a second and i said oh tim meadows is in this too wait who is he right He's the deputy mayor. And then, of course, you have Manzukis being. No, it's okay, Manzukis. But it's great to hear his. You can recognize voice. his voice. And Damon Harriman, who is the show stealer of Perpetual Grace Limited. And of course, Chris Conrad and Luis Guzman are back. So, this is a really weird show. It's on AMC. Plus. But I hope people are up for the challenge of looking something really strange. But what I also love about this is that Steve Conrad made Patriot, which is a complex watch on Amazon, where I think when you put that in the context of the other Amazon stuff, maybe it was harder for people to get into. But it's an amazing show. Then Perpetual Grace, which I think is easier to get into, is on was on epix which no one can find so therefore no, no one could watch Isn't it, it. epics whatever not epix it's epic whatever it doesn't matter That's you know what if a tree if a streaming service falls in the forest in the, and nobody right. subscribes it, to it and did it ever stands. exist exactly <laughs> and then they're on amc plus which i think is probably a pretty obscure service that's that's not even just airing on AMC regularly. That's on AMC's boutique streaming service, which could be a good place for this show, but who's going to find it and watch it? Which which I, I hope people are listening to people like us and they're going to check it out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not into animation as much as you guys are, I think I would be safe to say, or, or animated... Um, shows i think shiner into compelling storytelling Ooh, shots fired sure sure that's fine and animation allows you to imagine and push boundaries in different ways sure what i'm saying is that i i i feel like you two if it wasn't chris conrad or uh, steve conrad involved i feel like you guys maybe would be into something like this and That's I'm not, I'm not as like interested and having his name attached to it. A, that's like about like, even actually when I first saw the preview, I was like, what? I, I subscribed read the to AMC plus to when, watch this show. When, I didn't I even know it existed. Description, when I read the description of it, but not seen any pictures or anything, you're like, what baby dolls? 
what is this madness? And then the the description was like, it's as if, um, didn't you read that article that was like, it's as if Steve Connor was like, oh, you guys thought that uh, Patriot and (laughs) Perpetual Grace was outside the box? Well, fuck you, Amazon. Watch me make a show about baby dolls being detectives. Like, (laughs) the bar, you motherfuckers. Like, that's what this article literally said, like, verbatim. (laughs) And... I will watch say, me do it and be successful okay, and make it amazing. Even though no one, I don't hope is anybody going to watch this because if Patriot's <laughs> a hard sell, baby doll detectives, but he, he does it so well. He's like literally, I feel like the most important director of our generation at this point. Uh, he'll get his totally unknown. He'll get it. You know what it is? He'll get his his dues right. And then so people... we'll give him a Marvel movie, and then we'll be like. <laughs> It's what's going to happen, and we'll be like, we knew him when. I well, guess, I guess. I, I think <laughs> that, that you raise a really good point. One Why? thing I say it that's happened also, to Taika Waititi, right? It'll yeah, just be like right, eventually totally someone right. will just recognize it and give him a Marvel beat. And the new, and the director of the I'll new be fighting over Angelina, who watched his stuff first. Angelina Jolie, what's that called? The Generationals? What is that, Shy? The Inspirationals? <laughs> the Internals. <laughs> the Internals? Oh, no. I don't know what it's about. I can't say right, but I think the director is someone they like. It's a it's a woman director. Correct? I don't know that trailer made no sense, and it just felt like a lot of leftover characters for a Marvel movie. For a Marvel movie director to really make an impact, it's rare because often the the impact often it's the cookie cutter Marvel movie story. So. You have Taika Waititi and the Russo brothers who really made marks as directors on those movies. Oh, the, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. The The woman who made uh, Nomadland is now directing Eternals, See? which is um, it's like literally the example Becky right. just gave. Right. So, Taika so Waititi, that, so... Chloe Zhao, that's... I think it's Zhao. Zhao? Chloe Zhao is now... I think it's pronounced Zhao. But that's is now doing Eternals, and Becky's right. Eventually, we're gonna like, you know, Chris Conrad, uh, Steve Conrad will be a Marvel. I guess if they want to do like a musical Marvel, they'll give it to him. No, I'd love to have him. We'll do say we knew him when. some kind of noir type thing that some sort of like detect. I have to, I have to think a little harder about which would be the right character for him. But I just like, is there anybody even interviewing him about this? Shy, can we get him on the podcast to ask? I him mean, all I, I, I tweeted it. Chris Conrad today asking him if he had any like tidbits he wanted to share with us, but I guess he's he busy. didn't get back to you. He didn't get back, <laughs> guys. We need to get them on the pod before the, we, he actually gets uh, a Marvel Marvel movie. Trying. Seriously, <laughs> trying. Seriously, we have to. I mean, you know, he's not getting back to us because Marvel's reaching out, and he's like, "What do I need this pod for?" <laughs> We're starting this crazy rumor. We don't know any, but now you have Sam Raimi's going to do the. But next. that's how it starts. Grassroots. It's grassroots. Uh, I don't know. So Sam Raimi's doing the next. What's his name? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is a wizard. Doctor. Doctor Strange too. Doctor Strange too. Not Doctor Nobody. Doctor Nobody is from Doom Patrol, I think, or that's Mister Nobody. (laughs) Anyways, that's happening. Doctor Strange. Strange, I I saw saw Doctor Strange. You love Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is the. I liked it. I fell asleep at the end. I was very tired when the everything turns into like a jigsaw puzzle or something or like an <laughs> mc escher Do- painting whatever happens Do- dr strange and the incredible hulk which nobody ever talks about is the actual what about she hulk what's that that's happening that's a show with tatiana maslani that's coming watch anything with tatiana maslani she she's like even she hulk i would say that even she hulk exactly i have zero interest in that because besides the irishman the edward norton hulk movie is the worst thing i've ever seen so so the Edward Norton one is actually in the MCU. That one actually is like canon. there's nothing about that sentence I understand. So Iron what do you Man mean in the MCU. Okay, the MCU is the Marvel canon. is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is the starting with the Incredible Hulk and then Iron Man. All of those other Marvel. So movies then when do they? How do they explain? So how, they just Mark Ruffalo. Just re- recast him as Ruffalo once they decided oh, but, they were so going to bring the Hulk back. Mark. Ruffalo, as you're pronouncing it, Ruffalo. He he is Ruffalo? supposed to be the same guy that had the incident with Nick Nolte and the Poodles. No, no, no. That's a different one. That's the Eric Bana one. 
That one is totally unrelated. Eric that, Bana? Yeah, what's <laughs> uh, Fanny Corman? What's your pronunciation? Are you about to say Nick Nolte? <laughs> <laughs> so the Ang Lee so who Hulk movie. The movie the, who was in the movie with Nick Nolte? Which one of them? <laughs> <laughs> that's Eric Banya. <laughs> was he? Okay, so then that's the worst movie I've ever seen. I have, which one has the poodle? So there's a Hulk from 2003. I have not seen any of these. Starring Eric, oh, okay, Eric so Banya, Eric Jennifer Bana. Connelly, Sam Elliott, okay, Josh Lucas. That's the worst Lucas, movie I've ever seen. So it's and, not, sorry, I apologize officially to Edward Norton. Well, then there's one. another one with that Edward Norton idea. that has Liv Tyler so and Edward, Tim Roth. Ed, Ed Norton could have been in the avengers but he got recast by mark ruffalo yeah mark ruffalo which yeah. one is it now i don't know i don't know the incredible hulk though so william hurt's character the general is all that that repeat keeps coming back in all the different marvel movies is the same general it's the same guy so anyways the point that i'm making here is that when they bring in a very strong director for these obscure characters Guardians of the Galaxy, which segues into our next part of our show, or Taika Waititi doing Thor 3, right? Like, you're just rolling the dice at that point. You're like, okay, if this stinks, whatever. The other Thor movies are terrible. Nobody cares. I think you get much better results because people aren't as attached to the canon the same way. It's the same way John Favreau saved Iron Man. I, I don't care what any people say. Maybe there's some Iron Man fans out there. Nobody knew anything about Iron Man before that movie. So I think that maybe Steve Conrad will have his chance. In the meantime, speaking of James Gunn, so he was dropped from Disney because of... Uh, from Guardians so, of the Galaxy, from, right? From Guardians of the Galaxy because of uh, scandalous tweets, I believe. I don't, I admit, I don't know the, the nature of the scandal. And so I, I apologize that I'm not weighing in on that. Uh, I don't know if he, we shouldn't be talking about him at all. But he was dropped, and then Warner Brothers saw fit to pick him up and say, hey, we've got a franchise that we thought was going to be good in the Suicide Squad, but it's been a disaster with studio interference. You do a really good job with Unknown Misfits. Why don't you, why don't you take this one and see if you can save it? And here's my pitch about this movie, and then I'll tell you a little bit about what I thought about it. And this is, from the guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy comes a film about misfits saving a mysterious island from a starfish with humor and may with the humor and mayhem of Deadpool and Sylvester Stallone voicing a CGI shark with a dad bod. I like everything about that except the starfish. <laughs> the starfish is pretty amazing. The starfish is great because it's a throwback to like a character, a character from the I don't remember when the character was created, but it's an old DC Comics alien that looks like a giant starfish that controls people's minds that's the big bad guy at the end of the movie sorry if i'm ruining that for anyone and but do they this... all die is that the point no they don't all die oh. a bunch of i'm not i don't want to ruin any of it a bunch of people a bunch of them die but not all of them die they they first of all harley die? quinn's never dying margot robbie oh yeah is the margot robbie's not even in the movie with the rest of the characters in all seriousness in all seriousness is it roby or robbie <laughs> I, I don't uh, robe. But, but what's amazing about this, and I love this, they did the same thing with Deadpool. They made this first Suicide Squad movie. And the one thing everyone could agree on is they loved Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. So then they gave her another movie, which I haven't seen. Maybe it's good, maybe it's not. I don't know. I heard it was better than the suicide than the first Suicide Squad movie. And then they put her in this third one, and then I think they finally found there have been two other ones. There, this is the third Birds Harley of... Quinn Margot Robbie movie. Oh, Harley Quinn, right? She had her own Harley Quinn yeah. movie, right? So this and they have they clearly people will show up for what she is in, but they finally put her in a movie that's really enjoyable. I thought this movie it was insanely violent, very 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 funny. It had a lot of heart, similar to the way they did Deadpool, similar to the way they put together Deadpool with that. 
the the dark extremely dark 90s-esque humor i mean heads exploding and people dying and you know lots of misdirection of who you think might live and then people die really quickly although i can't say i was super surprised about any of the twists but then also there's tremendous heart in the film and and the biggest heart in the film comes from this actress daniela melchior who plays a character called the rat catcher who's like the grossest like the grossest superhero she can control rats with her mind but she is absolutely yeah. fantastic she really really is the I'm heart of the movie the actress but ugh. and uh, michelle reed who is on our show the cosplayer i wrote her immediately and i said you have to cosplay as yeah, this they character do and she said, yeah, she's hearing it from lots of people because when you see the character, right. you, you're, it you're does gonna... kind of, there's a resemblance. I saw a picture. And, and also the vibe and also that she's a great character. But Idris Elba, he he shows up. He's finally in an action movie since The Losers, which I think is terribly underrated. He's finally in an action movie again that's actually good and where his character is worth the screen time. I feel like he doesn't have great things to say about his role in the Thor movies. Oh, he doesn't. I don't know much about Heimdall's. I don't know what he has to say about the Thor movies. But in this movie, he no is... about his role. I feel like he he's expressed being. I, I recall him expressed being underwhelmed by his, you know, what they did with his character. I mean, in that I, they I, didn't do much. I, I don't really know how important Heimdall is in the Thor lore, so I can't speak to mm -hmm. that. But he's the main character. He's one of the three main characters in this movie. He has tremendously good chemistry, not just with Margot Robbie, but with the other characters. And there's a couple of scenes where he and John Cena and then Kinnaman, who plays Colonel Flagg, where they have to do some funny action movie fighting stuff. And it works really, really well. And, and, it's, and what's cool about it is that it's an ensemble where you have a very big character in Harley Quinn, but she doesn't overtake the film. They ha she has her spots and they're almost in a separate movie for a lot of the movie. Uh, and you have John Cena, who I think I love. Oh, wait, John is it Cena. good or not? Is this your review? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Oh, bye, you bye, did. bye. Okay, you did. Really? So, and then there's there's one just, there's I one character. <laughs> what? And there's a polka dot man. I mean, there's some weird stuff in this movie. What's polka dot man's? I read about that. What's his power? I, no, it's, it's revealed power. in the movie, but he can control polka dots. And someone else can control rats, and then a starfish can control everyone's minds. Well, the starfish is. I, there's the a theme. Guys. There's a theme. Uh, no, no, that's not the theme. Mind control. No, because well, the polka theme. dots don't have minds. I'm not saying that's like a general theme. Oh, of we lost control, Becky. No, controlling things with your mind. Oh, we lost both of you. All right. Oh, well. no. Yeah, Maybe sounds... one of them can plug the router. Hello? <laughs> oh, you're back. I right. know. Oh, I'm saying there's That's a theme of people, people. When I say mind control, people controlling things with their own minds. Yes, there's uh, some telekinesis in this film. Is that what that is? I thought telekinesis is when you control objects. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Pokédex aren't people. But rats aren't <laughs> objects. Yeah, okay. but then there's we're two... getting too into the weeds with this. Anyways, give and then Viola... what's this episode about? What are we supposed to be talking? Vi Viola about? Davis. So we we based on my description, would you see this movie? <laughs> yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. You're you're also making a case for it. No. Also, I want to see it because there's one character in it that's played by this guy that was on this show like ten years ago when I used to watch, you know, like murder shows. Before I had children, I became too scared to watch them. And he was really good in that show, and he's in this movie. And so I, and I'm i curious to see it. He plays, I'm looking it up now, Colonel Rick Flagg. Oh, yeah. He's Joel like one of, the, he's one of the main characters. That's what I said, yeah. Kinnaman. He's great in that movie. So he was in this TV show, The Killing, which is very dark. And I think Canadian, but it's unclear. he's one of He's one of the few guys who makes it, there's... Three he characters. Plays a that three or okay. there's three or four. Not on that show. No, he's the detective. There's three or four characters that make it over from the previous movie, from the previous suicide, and he's one of them, and he's great in it. 
Ah, okay, cool. Hey, he actually, I didn't know who his character was, but his ca- he needs to deliver oh. for that movie to work, and he delivers. Question: Do I need to have seen the other two? Not movies even for this close. To make sense? You don't Wonderful. need to know anything. In then, fact, I recommend. Then I'm not interested seeing in seeing them. it. I recommend not seeing them because if you look at this as the main movie and those as weird prequel things that you could watch if you wanted to, I think you'd end up even enjoying those more because now you've seen the good movie. But Will Smith is not in this one. Will Smith is not in this one. But he was in the other one. He was in the other one. Do you think really? he regrets being in the other one? I don't know. Yes. That movie wasn't. I don't. I'm probably. I don't know. He his pocket his bank. Book so probably. John Cena's in this. John Cena's in it too. What I love about Cena, I mean, I'm a big Cena apologist. I think Cena's. <laughs> I think Cena's hilarious. I think he's very funny in this movie. And he's really good at comedy and he's really good with a lot of other actors. The Rock is at this point now, I have to compare them because you just have to, where he can't be in a movie without being the dominant character. He's not doing ensemble things like Be Cool. Remember Be Cool where he was? Mm -hmm. He's not doing that stuff anymore. Him and uh, Statham, right? They have to be that whole movie. You can't stick any other people on screen because they have to be that whole movie. Cena plays in this plays in this ensemble really well and then his character is getting a spin a spin-off show like a limited series oh my okay when a tv show right i read that when is too many spin-offs enough like when so can we call if, it i, I don't really, know it's a lot i don't know well, i just DC feel like playing catch up dc feel like in this moment warner of brothers, covid there aren't too many spin-offs warner brothers needs to do at, like throw spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks warner brothers needs to do everything it can to get people to subscribe to HBO Max. I think people, I, I would really like to see the John Cena-based show. And when you see the movie, you'll understand that it's not as simple, as straightforward as, oh, let's just put John Cena in a show. They, it's going to have to work story-wise. They're going to have to do stuff, some do some real character stuff. For I have a question. Does Harley Quinn have a power or is she just like a kind of like a joker as psychopath not clear to me i will say if you ask yourself too many questions about that i don't know the answer or is she just like a crazy fighter killer person she, she's, she's like a, a joker type she's like a, definitely, just a sociopath she's definitely a fighter but the harley quinn that you're seeing in this has evolved from the initial character who is obsessed and psychologically captured by the joker this is harley quinn post her emancipation from the Joker. I want to watch this tonight. This looks like fun. It's totally nuts. And I really liked how nuts it is. And, and, but it doesn't go as far. It breaks the fourth wall a little bit, but it doesn't go as far as Deadpool does. So I like that also. Anyways, I, I, I really, I really like the movie. I think it is. It's definitely other than Shazam. I would say it's as good or better than Shazam. Mm. And Mm. definitely better than the first wonder woman, in my opinion. But very different than the better than the first Wonder Woman. Yeah, I like the second one. I understand, but the first one's pretty great. This one works for me because I like the team. The team is the team really works well together. The first Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot is perfect, but I don't really care about Chris Pine or Remus Lupin, her friend, the doctor that becomes the the bad guy that's also just missed anyways i don't remember that part but i definitely care about it's chris pine that's who it is yeah Yeah, that's her love interest so lily what do you say if i convince you to watch this i the it's growing on me it's a really hard case to make but it is i'm willing to consider it after your review i think you will like it i think you will like it did you like the first guardians of the galaxy Yes. Did you like Deadpool? Yes. Okay. It think of and it. And I don't have to watch the other two movies. No, it may, it's better if you don't, I would say, because okay. I haven't seen them and I enjoyed this movie because I had no baggage going into it. I essentially okay. waited for there to be a good one. Okay. Done. And we'll consider it. All right. My next pitch for you is called the IT Crowd or the It Crowd. I never oh, knew what it was called. That. It's IT Crowd. I love that oh, show. Yeah, it's IT Crowd. I wanted to see that. I wanted a new British. Well, my friend Allison but that's at work recommended show. it. It's really, it's old. I thought it was going to be like a little more like Friday night movie, but it was Friday night dinner. Sorry. But it has a laugh track, at least in the first season. I don't know if it continues to have a laugh track as the show goes on. It was very funny. And it's early-ish Chris O'Dowd 
playing a guy in an IT department, right. these schlubs in IT department who get a wholly unqualified boss and how they deal with that. So it was funny. I, I watched the first couple episodes. That was really funny. Um, and the other, the, and the other, one of the, the other main actor is um, from my favorite, from that travel show I love, Richard Ayota. Ayota? Ayota. I'm trying travel to, show that you like? That travel show that I love. Travel, the, okay, first of all, there's so many people. Travelocity? On this. No, hold on. First, let's start up with the fact that one of the hosts of Great British Bake, Bake Show is from this, Noel, who's, who's like oh i love the, that guy the current, right? so he, is amazing. yeah so he's the host now on great british bake-off big show whatever love him and then you remember that travel show i've recommended like a thousand times the i always get the name wrong like 48 hour travel man or travel man what's it called it's like where he go where he goes to i think that's him oh maybe i'm wrong oh i'm pretty sure that's who it is though that travel show on, I think it's on Hulu, or you can watch it on Hulu that I love, where he goes to a destination for 48 hours with like another comedian and they explore and he reviews it. I'm but looking, maybe I'm looking at his IMDb. Thought, maybe it's Paddington not. 2. No, so that's not. I thought that was the I thought that was the same guy. I see but the I mean, watch no. with Ben Stiller. Can, and we might have to cut this from the episode. <laughs> I see. I don't know. Anyways, I really like. I really like the first episode. Lily, would you watch it? Oh yeah, for sure. I, I've been meaning. Yes, to that's it. him. It's called Travel Man. Forty eight hours in, and the host of it is also from the IT crowd. Okay, cool. All right, so that you're still on that. Okay, and last but not least, I didn't watch this yet, but the commercial for it came up, and I tried to get Ali to watch it with me last night. Paper Tigers on Netflix about middle-aged men really? who reunite and after their master is killed what? and it's like a kung fu fighting movie. Yeah. It, it seems, but it's like a modern version of those kung fu movies that I love. The master's killed, they have to avenge it. But the way, that, at least the clip I saw on that, I rarely like Netflix's trailers. The clip I saw from the trailer made me really want to see what? this. Yeah, Paper Tigers. I, I, I would, I would love to watch that. So I'm going to watch that sometime soon. All right. Those are my pitches. What about you all? I know you're, you're not watching anything, but maybe you have an idea. Oh, I, for a I, show. I, or something you want to watch or pitch, or something that I want to watch and I'm excited it's coming out. There's so many things I'm, I'm like excited always, to see. Yeah. When is that new I, Ghostbusters movie coming out? I want to watch that like this summer, and I feel like out. the summer is ending. I don't know when things come out. That to me feels like a summer movie. And I'm like, we have two weeks left, guys. I'm, that the show that out? I want to be our next show that we watch, though, is Heels. Heels? What's that? Heels on Stars. It heels or Heels? Heels. 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 H-E-E-L-S. I believe it comes out on August 20th. Oh, right, right, right. Your wrestling show. Starring Stephen Amell. I am confident right, 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 this will right, be right. a new show. I don't, I don't know anything about it other than it's about this family running a small wrestling promotion. But I am yeah. confident there will be something for each of us in that show. Right. That I agree. That does sound like a lot of fun. There was some... Okay. Keep going. No, that's what I have. What are you else? Lily, what are you excited for? Wait, I have a question, guys. What are you... How are you feeling about the new season of Stranger Things? That's... Did it start? No, but I think a trailer was just released and it and it's coming out soon. Like, are you guys excited? It felt like season four ended on a note where Shai, you were a little bit done with it. Season three was season three. The ending of season three was so incredibly doofy. But I'm gonna keep watching. I need to know. No, it's not coming. It's not coming out for a while. It's just that it's Halloween. It comes out, doesn't it? It's just that a, a trailer was just released for it. So yeah, I'm it, not gonna watch. I don't want. I don't like trailers anymore. Trailers uh, just. The, like, trailers just for things that I want to see. This is since since Star Wars. I didn't watch trailers. Since the 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 Phantom Menace, I didn't watch trailer. I don't watch. But trailers. are you kind of regretting that with the Last Jedi because <laughs> it could have prepared you a little bit? No, I watched those trailers because at that point I was really excited and it nothing could have 
nothing could have prepared me. Nothing could have prepared you for. Even though in the trailer you actually have Luke Skywalker saying, "This is not what you expect," or it's not going to mm-hmm. turn out how you hoped. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um. So. So there, I'm intrigued by Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu, just because the cast is so good. Um, have you heard? Oh, of and I read this bananas article about Nicole Kidman doing that shoot as in like you know in character the whole time she did it method, method acting style and if people referred to if people called her by her name by Nicole she would ignore them and she wanted to be in character all the time oh really and apparently it's so based on I, a book I written respect, by the same guy that wrote Big Little Lies which is why I'm interested I respect actors in their craft but could you imagine if one of us we were on, we, one of us came home from work and stayed in character all the time. I, would, <laughs> I mean, if I came home from work and I said, you may only call me Dita. I mean, I'm, I can't imagine. Or Abraham because it Lincoln. Was, or she whatever. said it was like five months being in character. What, like she didn't make her kids talk to her that way. So it doesn't quite make sense. It must've just been on set on that set. she was staying in character. Wait, but wait, but look at this cast. There. Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, Bobby Cannavale. Cannavale? Cannavale. Michael Shannon. Manny Jacinto, um, who's Shannon. from isn't Manny Jacinto from The Good Place? Isn't that? Oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Is any Michael... what's his name on The Good Place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. um Michael, man. Michael Shannon the was in that movie Tampa. about the bicyclist with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh right, um, um, the Michael one Shannon's been in. Right. Wait, then Michael Samara Shannon's Weaving and Regina stuff. Hall. Oh, oh, we Samara love Samara Weaving. Weaving. Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving and Regina Hall. Samara Weaving. Guy. What is she? A Jewish girl from Montreal? That one Samara? I know you're pronouncing wrong. Samara. Samara. Okay. Um, well, okay. Something Montreal, else I'm interested in seeing. So hold on. Wait, oh, wait. I didn't get a finished thing. So I'm um, and same writer as the book for Big Little Lies. I mean, it's okay. not. I know, but it's not um, the same director. However, the premise I'm not into. I don't care about this premise, but the cast and the writer, I'm like, well, I guess I don't have a choice. Yeah, but think Um, about White Lotus. White Lotus, I was like, I don't know, do I want to watch this? Oh, I'm into that premise. I love the cast. complaining at a hotel is like my dream. (laughs) That is my algorithm. Lily Lily is rooting for the character so much. She's rooting for the rich guy. For the rich guy. She's like he's not complaining about the room. I'm like, oh my god, he's so right. And like everybody's like, no, he's the villain. And I'm like, but he should get the room he paid for. Yeah, I don't know. He's a jerk, but but I will say Armand is messing with him constantly. I know. And per- Armand is self-destructive. Did you see the new episode? I did. Did you? No, no, no we, we haven't, haven't watched it, it we, because we Lily's kids go to it, bed at it, 10 it, and we it, can never watch shows. It was good. There's a couple of developments, but it's clearly building up to the last episode. It's clearly the big um, build up to the last episode. I think so, it's six total, right? Okay. So as a general rule, I'm I'm a, not, I mean, we're so into white lovers. Good. I'm good. as a general rule. I'm not interested in watching COVID content like shows oh, where everyone people like, being stuck like, in a in room. Co- not interested. However, I did see a trailer for a movie called Together that stars what's her name? Sharon from from Sharon Hogan. Sharon Hogan and James McAvoy. And it looks actually really good and really interesting. And it's about a couple going through a really difficult time during <laughs> COVID. But it looks but it's Sharon Hogan, so it's mean and funny, and there's a lot of breaking of the fourth wall, and it's her doing the kind of the way that she does comedy, which I find, you know, particularly catastrophe is amazing. Catastrophe is amazing. So it looks like catastrophe in COVID. But I'm gonna need a little bit of. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm gonna I'm need one of you to dive in and tell me if I should watch that because I really don't like watching right. people just. I'm okay, no, but I want. What do you? Okay, what do you guys think about this one? I'm not a huge Selena Gomez fan, but I might have to see this. Oh, I'm not not so, a Selena Gomez fan. Mm, I don't know. I can't tell. I, I don't know. I don't think I am. She's great I don't in Breakers. She's okay. great in Spring Breakers. She's great in that. Film. Underrated movie. Okay. Underrated Selena Gomez. Only Murders in the Building. Have you heard about this? On Hulu. I like okay. the name of it. Yeah, it might be a, a movie. Is that weird that I can't tell? It's a Hulu original. It's a comedy it's a series, movie? according to this. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a comedy series. So Steve Martin and John Hoffman 
who's from Grace and Frankie, created this comic thriller about three people. Get this, Martin, Steve Martin, then Martin Short and Selena Gomez, who become obsessed with the murder in their apartment building and start a podcast to track the details of the case. This is amazing. <laughs> One this person is will create amazing. a podcast that analyzes the podcasting. In this oh, it's already uh, out. It's already out. August thirty first. Watch this no, right away. It's, oh, it's no. August thirty first. Oh, okay, we have to watch this. Right. Okay, last like, thing. That's something to look forward to. Last thing I want to put out there that I want to see. I think we talked about this last week, or we just talked about it not on the podcast. Is this new show called Reservation Dogs? That I think it's Hulu, but I don't remember. Um, and it's Taika Waititi, but the entire cast, the create, like the, the head creatives, the directors, all indigenous people. And it looks funny and different and just super the, interesting. And the I branding and I, of the, of I really the, want to see it. The branding of the promotional thing looks like a play on Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, because it's called Reservation Dogs because it obviously takes place on a reservation or it's about, you know. But, but I wouldn't have expected it to, like they have they have four people walking in black suits and long tie and like black ties. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, either way, Taika Waititi, I'm going to watch whatever he makes. This looks cool. Uh, this looks really cool. So there's some good stuff coming that we have. What to, that I think everything we've pitched, we're all into. This is exciting. I feel like we have we have a good menu ahead for people coming ahead. So yeah. people should, if you want to, if you want to hang with us, watch any of the shows we just mentioned, and we'll be talking about them in the near future. In terms of Rex and shoutouts or shoutouts and Rex, as we like I to think call that's them. what this whole episode was. Yeah, this was. Um, this I will. One. I mean, obviously, I'll wreck Ted Lasso season two. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Have you guys watched? It's, it? He's literally pure joy. Have it's you guys really, already yes. watched it? It's, I've it's seen really all behind. I've seen two episodes. I think we've seen three. It's really good. It's hard. Allie, so stressed. Somebody needs to watch my kids so I can watch shows. Allie, <laughs> Allie needs to. Allie needs to watch the whole first season over and over to get her through waiting between the episodes of the episode. I mean, that <laughs> oh, is an entire really? streaming service buoyed by one show. The people talked about Schmigadoon. I didn't get through the trailer of Schmigadoon, and oh, I love Keegan Michael Key. And I, I know. love Cecily Strong. I could, and I love musical comedy, and I couldn't do it. So someone's gonna have to make the case for me on that one, because someone I trust. Because I don't, I don't believe critics or I don't believe people I don't know anymore. <laughs> rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes. We also have to talk about our buy of the week. Did our, we choose one in advance? We we did. Our buy of the week is another. I think we're gonna we're going back in time for our buys of the week right now, because a it has to be something we all love. That's the criteria. Something we all love. Something we all said buy about. And I think in this case we're starting again with another, I would say, foundational property that our show loves. And the buy of the week is Dallas and Robo, a oh, yeah. animated show mm. that you can now see on Sci-Fi. By the great Mike Roberts, one of our most amazing returning guests, who we tweeted at him because we loved that show so much. And he agreed to come on the show and he's come back a bunch of times. And he is going to be the director of the new Strange Planet show, which is really exciting. But Dallas and Robo is about two truckers, two space truckers, an anime show about two space truckers. One of them is a robot, or rather an AI, and the other is that's voiced by John Cena, Ooh, double Cena episode. And Kat Dennings as his as the main character. And it's just this hilarious sci-fi mashup. And not enough people know about it. And they should go back. It's streamable on sci-fi. So if you sci-fi comes with your cable package, which or your Hulu streaming or whatever, you can log in and you can watch all six episodes. And it's a delight. So that is our buy of the week. Absolutely. And other than that, I want to recommend Candy Catch. With Leah Jones and Jocelyn Gayboy, the show that I talked about last week. Well, guess what? They invited me on. It was amazing. I got to talk about road trip snacks, a lot about road trip candy. That's so fun. And of course, go through my top nine or ten Canadian chocolate bars. Is that episode released yet? Because that is released. It is released. It's available on iTunes. I'm gonna have to listen to it and to see if you took any of my suggestions. I hope. 
I hope I did a good job representing us. I referenced you both quite a bit. All right. I can't wait to listen. All right. And everyone should listen to that show. It's delicious. Literally delicious. Leah, Leah Jones, I think is the, is the Paul Shear of her podcast empire. She Hmm. really knows how to put together a podcast and host a show. She's terrific. Becky, how about you? Any other shout outs? No, no shout outs. Then where can people follow you? At paper BK princess on Twitter. And Lil, where can people follow you? I'm going to, I'm going to just shout out to Steve Conrad (laughs) because he's fucking amazing because he listens to our show he listens to our and show one day it's my life's goal i know he doesn't have time because he's he's working on his contract with M- the mcu so <laughs> he doesn't have time to listen lately he's <laughs> um, busy busy guy um t-t-c-h-i-c-h-i-k gomez on twitter all right and you can follow me at oh. pancake for table <laughs> on twitter and instagram I'm trying not to say like as much. Did you notice that I said it less this time? I said it a few times, but we've had a listener complaint that we say like and um too much. So I'm trying to let the silence well, that's, speak. That's really good. Next episode, I'll I'll pay more attention. So but that is good. Pancake for table on Twitter and Instagram. At Friday Night Movie for all the Friday Night Movie shenanigans in those same social media places. FridayNightMoviePod.com. We support the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, Equal Justice Initiative, and the Asian American Journalists Association. And our theme music is by What Does It Eat? And on a musical note, hopefully if you're in the D.C. area and you listen to this episode before August 27th, on August 27th, I will be backing up Rachel Levinson, one of the former guests of this show, filling in for Rhea Tucker, another former guest of this show. I'll be playing drums in her live show at DC9. You can get tickets on Eventbrite, Rachel Levinson at DC9, and uh, make sure you're vaccinated and or bring your masks and follow all the rules so everyone can be safe and have a good time because it's required for this event. But it's going to be amazing. And I believe the whole crew is going to be out, the whole family, mom, dad, you all will all be there. I feel yeah, like if yeah, we yeah. take up really excited. as much space as possible at this club, then there's a less likelihood we'll get Delta because we'll be the majority of the people there. <laughs> we need to bring the whole pod. The whole pod is coming. The whole pod is coming. The kids can't come because they're not vaccinated. The whole pod is coming. And with that, we dance our way into the evening. All right. What does it mean? Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.